Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Market Music with Fairbairn and Russell. Hello and welcome to this, the third podcast from Market Musings with Fairburn and Russell. Last week we spoke briefly about Thor Mining again and Sirius Minerals because there was some action in those two stocks during last week. Um, and we also spoke briefly about mine and Kenny's um, history, our background and sort of where we've come from. So this week's been quite a bit different, actually, from, uh, from last week on the markets. I'm sure you'll agree, Kenny. It's been, um, it's been quite quiet, hasn't it? Yeah, it was a, it was a very strange week in the markets. It almost felt like a sort of the Christmas week. There, mm. there wasn't much volume. There wasn't a great amount of news. It, it 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 feels as if the market's waiting for the next rock fire or the Eurasia mining to come along. It needs its first big yeah. bagger Kick. of tw- twenty twenty, and then that's like a flag waving, and uh, we're we're off to the races. So I, th- I think the market's needing a winner uh, for it to kick on. But it was it was very strange. Very strange indeed. Yeah, I mean, it's it's strange how it happens, isn't it? I mean, one week you'll have a, a really quiet week and you sort of maybe get a little bit depressed about the whole thing, but then um, something will happen, like you say, and um, and suddenly the mood completely changes yep. again. Yeah, it's very tribal, so it is, it's a bit like football chants. You always wonder uh, who starts them, and they all seem to start at the same time, but I think the shares of that as well, it just kicks on and away it goes. So, um, shall we talk, um, this is nothing really to focus on this week, shall we maybe talk about um, the, uh, Australian gold at Victoria? Yeah, well, there's, there's, there's quite a, f- a bit of news kicking about uh, in a, a few Australian companies at the moment, uh, not just Vic- Victoria, yeah. uh, the, the, yeah. there's obviously uh, Western Australia, South Australia, in fact, all of Australia, to be honest. But there was one, uh, one announcement that, that, that caught my eye, and it was the... The long-awaited return of uh, Cobra Resources, which has been suspended for mm-hmm. some time, as you know. Yes. Now, they've completed the reverse takeover of the Lady Alice Mines uh, gold and copper uh, portfolio. Now, it looks quite interesting. I mean, I'm not invested myself at the moment, but it's come back with a market cap of about, let's say, one, one and a half, one point six million. They raised mm-hmm. over £600,000. But on the ground at their gold project with Dina already, they've been doing some uh, geochem sampling. Uh, there have a few pictures appeared in uh, Twitter last week. And it certainly looks interesting because they've already got a jot resource in that project of about 200,000 ounces. And from memory, there was an, an interview that uh, the CEO, Craig Moulton, done probably yeah. about two or three months ago. And they're targeting a million ounces. So... Okay. For the size of the market cap, you know, one point five million, six hundred thousand raised. It's certainly it's certainly one to watch. And also interestingly with Cobra is Wellmark is they've they've got a, a copper project now. The, the copper project's not the, the primary focus, but it just so happens it's on the uh, same copper belt as mm-hmm. Minter. Now we talked about Minter a few weeks ago with Thor, so. 
it, it looks it looks very interesting, and I'll be doing a bit of research on that because there, there is a lot of information out there. But I, their focus is not on the copper, but yeah. it looks it looks it looks like a nice secondary project for them to get their teeth into. And, and where it, are Cobra's gold gold assets in Australia? So they're, yeah, both in South Australia. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. The thing, another thing as well that I like about Cobra is uh, Craig Moulton. He actually reminds me of a a younger David Price. He's got that kind of sort of look and okay and, and feel about him. And he, he, I've actually been fortunate enough to meet Craig, uh, and he's he's a really nice guy. Uh, he'll, yeah. he'll talk to anyone. Very knowledgeable. Obviously, he's a geo. He's not an accountant or whatever. Uh, so he, he knows his stuff and. He, I think I think Cobra will do really really well over the the coming weeks and months. Just hopefully that uh, that market opens up and we can get a decent uh, bid and ask price. Yeah, sure. I mean, you're right about David Price. He's he's really good, isn't he? I mean, his PR stuff that he does with those videos mm-hmm. is uh, it's well, I haven't seen that really anywhere with any other companies. Um, and it's really nice as a as an investor to to see the CEO there on the ground, you know, actually being proactive and, and this is what we're doing, this is what we're drilling, this is what we're hoping to find. Yeah, that, that's um, what people want. They, they want to know what's going on in the company. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, they, they don't want CEOs to bury their head in the sand. So, yeah, David Price is good. I think people referred to him as the, the Steve Irwin of the uh, yeah the mining world and, and you can see the, you can see the connection. But, uh, no, it's, yeah, Cobra, definitely. Definitely one in a watch list for One me. to watch, yeah. yeah. Cause it, it, and why was it suspended for so long? Just because part of the reverse uh, takeover uh, procedure. Oh, the, the change of business kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah quite okay. to do the prospectus and raising all the money, etc. So these things always take a lot longer than they should. So I think it was originally coming back November. But just usually with prospectus, it gets... It gets submitted and then there'll yeah. be changes. It goes back to the company yeah, and it yeah. goes back again. So it's like a, it's maybe two or three times it needs to go around the loop before it's yeah. accepted. But it's back in the market now, so it's game on for Cobra. Great, so, excellent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, excellent. So what else is in that area? We've got ECR, haven't we, as well, which I, I'm invested in and, and have been for a long, long time. Yeah, <laughs> in I've, and out. Yeah, I've got some shares in ECR myself and they had a... It was an interesting RNS. It was a good RNS because they, they received almost three hundred thousand uh, pounds rebate from the Australian government, uh, which a lot of the miners in Australia, you know, get. Yeah. Uh, they get so much for research and development, etc. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but there was another interesting thing in that RNS as well, which I completely forgot about. That a long, long time ago, probably when you were still at school, Mark. Uh, okay. That's how long ago it was. Uh, ECR's subsidiary Mercator was. Oh, I know. Yeah, Mercator. Yeah, 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 I know that. Yeah. yeah, they were involved with a gold mine. Anyway, long cut. Long story short, in about two thousand five, two thousand six, they got involved, and and it went tits up. So they're carrying forward a tax loss of sixty six million dollars, which yeah. is astonishing when you think about it. You know, I mean, that's about thirty five million uh, pounds. Mm-hmm. And it just popped up in that RNS, and you're like, "That's quite strange." You know, it's almost like a hint. And by the way, we've still got this uh, sixty-six million yeah. uh, dollar tax loss, and it'd be quite interesting. Uh, I mean, I, I've spoke to Craig in the past. It would be it would be good to get him on this podcast. Obviously, he's an accountant. Yeah, and 
I would like to know, you know, what what the benefit of a, a tax loss is. Well, I'd love to talk to him about that because when I first invested in 2013, they were talking about that, and that was a it was like a, a big thing. Oh yeah, we can do this and that with that, and it, it never happened. Here we are, yeah. 2020, and it's it's and you, you you even before 2013, it, you were telling you were saying it was around. So yeah, it'd be I need it'd be good to get him on actually and actually say what is it possible to do anything with that, um, and what could be the benefit because it yeah. has been there for a long time. Yeah, well, he's he's best place. He's an accountant to trade, so I'm I'm sure he'll be able to give us a okay. song and dance about that. Uh, but it was just really strange that it popped up in the RNS. So, like I say, I don't know if it's a hint about something to come, but I'll keep an eye on it. So, so what is the um, why why is there such a big sort of gold rush interest in in Australia at the moment? Is it is it just Tight, is it just well, obviously the gold price is is, is moving up as you know, uh, but Australia has, yeah. has huge reserves of gold, so they have uh, Western Australia. I mean, Western Australia alone, I think the Yilgarn sort of Craton's got about it's a thirty percent of the world's gold just in that area alone. Okay, and, and then within Victoria, you've got the the Golden Triangle, as they call it, which is okay. a, a, an area that. Uh, is massive reserves of gold, and fortunately ECR is uh, right inside that triangle. So ECR's got five, five licenses within the Golden Triangle, and even as recent as last week, uh, Nova Resources got involved with a company called uh, mm. Kalamazoo Resources, mm-hmm. and they invested eight million dollars for one of their projects. So there's a lot of activity in the area. The government are. Are begging for companies to, or the state government rather, are begging for companies to come in and, and, really? and take up and take up licenses. So what what is this golden triangle? Just what what does that mean? It's just it's, an area. Is it's it? just it's just an area. Yeah. What's uh, just just that's just rich in gold. Just rich in gold. Uh, the Bendigo Goldfield. I think it's got about 60, 60 million ounces uh, potentially okay. available. So I mean, all the majors are in there. Obviously. And we've known about this is for this has been going on for a long time, presumably. I mean, like the interest in the area. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just the the, the price of gold's obviously just uh, right. The price of gold's just renewed a lot of interest there. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. So, what footprint of of ECR got in uh, in Australia? Well, in, in Australia, actually, Mark, as well as Victoria, they have got the uh, Windida project, which we, we just talked about the Yilgarn. So the Windida yeah. project uh, is located in the Yilgarn. It's a early stage, sort of greenstone belt exploration mm-hmm. project. So the company's putting them through the application stage at the moment. So I'd expect them to be granted probably in the next several months. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's very similar to the Greatland Golds project, uh, the Ernest Giles project. Mm-hmm. I think there's I think there's about 100 kilometres between each project. So yeah. that's in Western Australia. But back to Victoria, I mean, the company's got a, a really a large footprint in Victoria, probably one of the largest in Victoria. And they have five separate uh, licences, so to speak. Probably the most prominent ones are... The Bailison license. Now, the Bailison license is in very close proximity to the the Fosterville mine. I don't know if you know much about the Fosterville mine. No, not really. Right. So the Fosterville mine is the world's highest grade and highest sort of profitable uh, operation in the world. So it is. It's uh, okay. Massive resources and saying Bailison is just right next to it, and Bailison 
also has Newmont surrounding it as well. So when ECR pegged Bailison, you know, several years ago, mm. about maybe ten months ago, uh, Newmont just decided they would have all the land to the north and sort of northeast, northwest of the yeah. Bailison license. So they picked up a massive area. So that's interesting as well. We also have the the, the Creswick license, which is mm. actually three separate licenses. That seems to be the, the company's main focus at the moment. They're doing a lot of drilling, you know. They've found some nuggets. Uh, it's been a wee bit quiet on it just now, but I imagine there's a lot of data to to analyse. But again, the Creswick gets right next to the Ballarat mine, so it's it's again it's ideally placed. Yeah, so they've got they've got licences next to big majors then. Y- yeah, yeah, and um, even you look at uh, Timor as well. I don't know if you watch uh, Aussie Gold Hunters, Mark. No, I've heard of it. I haven't actually seen yeah. it. Yeah. So, next to Timor, uh, I can't even remember the name of the characters in Aussie Gold Hunters, but they're, okay. they're finding nuggets the size of their fist. So, Timor's, yeah. uh, Timor's very close to that. I think the town's called Denoli. So, it's, uh, yep. And they've got Avoca and they've got Mornball. So, they've, they've got this massive footprint. Yeah, there's a lot going on, isn't there? So, it's all Australian yeah. gold. Australian gold. They've got their legacy stuff in Argentina. And yeah, and that one Philippines. in the Philippines. Yeah, yeah. But they're not core. I, I imagine they'll be disposed of in some shape or form. Um, sure. Hopefully, in twenty twenty, because I don't think it's it's a focus of the company. It's and all it's all Australia, all gold. Well, it's a heck of a lot, isn't it? In Australia, there alone. Um, oh, and how many people are on the board? Is it just just Craig and um, another guy? Is it? Yeah, it's Craig and uh, David Tang. There was another director uh, called Sam uh, Garrett, but he's he's since left the company. So, right, so there's I'd, only two I'd, of them. For the two whole, of them, all which, of that. yeah, for all of that. So, I imagine that's got to be the priority for the company in 2020 to get somebody in that can hit the ground running from a director point of view, because it's an, a massive task to administer all those licenses. Yeah. You know, you've you've got five and. Victoria, I think there's nine in Western Australia, and then obviously you've got the Argentina and the Philippines sort of legacy stuff. So, yeah, I would, I, I personally, from my point of view, I would like to see another director coming on, uh, somebody that will hit the ground running, yeah, and we can we can push on with the uh, the be company. Good, be good to see some some more PR as well. I think from ECR, um, if they could take a leaf out of uh, out of David Price's book, that'd be really good. I think. Yeah, well, that, that maybe comes back to having uh, not enough directors. Not enough directors, you know, yeah, not yeah, enough people so, to actually do do the stuff, yeah. Yeah, they, they've been a wee bit quiet of late. Uh, obviously, this this news popping up this week was was welcome, you know, £300,000. And uh, I'm just, uh, I'm still thinking about this tax loss, but yeah, yeah we'll, we'll definitely we'll definitely try and get Craig we'll on. We'll try and get Craig on, yeah, that'll be a good, we'll ask him, see if he'll come on and we can have a chat with him about that. I think that's the best yeah. thing. Yeah. And, and other things, obviously, as well. well you know, we'll, we'll get him on and... See what, see what the real Craig Brown is. What motivates him, drives him, etc. Yeah, yeah. So okay, right. I'll take a note of that. Yeah. Cool, cool. Chin Craig Brown this week. And one thing I've noticed is because it's a little bit quieter in your uh, on your end. I think there was a was there a guest in your in your studio last week. <laughs> by, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, there, there was a budgie. Yeah, it's it appears to be quiet this morning. I should really move it. But, uh, <laughs> what does yeah. he do? Just chill out in his cage. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That doesn't do much else, but there we go. So, have you got anything on your watch list then, Kenny? That maybe we can muse over for the last five minutes or so. Uh, try to think. Yeah, I've 
my watch list, there's one I'm looking at, and again, it's a kind of legacy company that's had a, it's had a few uh, name changes. So at the moment, it was called Two Shields Investments. Okay. And I was I was involved you know, a couple of years ago when it was Blenheim Natural Resources, and they actually had a natural resources focus. They were doing some lithium in Mali, cobalt in Cameroon, and... Uh, they had some nickel interests in Botswana, which is now actually the, the, the project that Pearl Metal Resources are focusing on. But there's some new guys come in. Uh, Andrew Lawley's come in, John Taylor. They always had a investment in a company called Brandshield. Now, Brandshield do like online uh, brand protection and they have their own uh, software. Mm. It deals with all this. Cut long story short, uh, Two Shields have about potential to take 20% of that company and it's due to IPO in Q1. Mm-hmm. So it's, it seems like a nice bit of tech. They've got some high uh, quality uh, customers. Mm-hmm. Uh, recent recent news, I think they doubled their revenue in 2018 and then they were 50% up in 2019. So it seems to be going the right way. And, and hopefully for IPOs, uh, Two Shields can be left with a with a, a, a nice stake. And they also have an investment, I think it's about eight, nearly 7.5-8% in a company called uh, WeShop. Mm. And interesting thing about WeShop, that 2020 is supposed to be the big year for uh, social commerce. And this is the next, the next big thing. Uh, okay. And the idea is with WeShop... It's like a, a platform where you rather than you go and uh, researching a product you want to buy mm. and then go and finding the best place to buy it, mm. it all goes done in one platform. So you can find your product, you can talk about it, you get recommendations from people okay. rather than reviews and Amazon. Because yeah. there was a lot of issues with reviews. Cause there was, yeah, maybe being fake or something. Yeah. So this is, uh, you know, it's real people giving real reviews and then. The company or the platform goes and finds the best price for your product. So, okay. I've I've seen plenty of uh, links on Twitter. Uh, you know this the the growth rate in uh, social commerce in twenty twenty and beyond is going to be massive. Okay. So I've never heard of that. They, yeah, we shop. It's called. I think the tagline is uh, "This is how we shop." Okay. So it's it look it looks interesting. Looks, it sounds interesting. Of, yeah. Yeah, a, a lot of tech doesn't succeed. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's some of it, some of it, if it does, if you hit it, if you get it right, you know, it's like Just Eat. When Just Eat came out, I thought, who's going to, who's going to use that? Mm, you, know, yeah. uh, you know, it was sold for billions. Was it six billion pound? I think yeah, it was sold for yeah. in the end up. So, no, so Two Shields is, is really, really interesting. And they've got the guys on board. John Taylor, he came from Bidstack. So he's okay. got quite a good, yeah, uh, yeah. quite a good calibre. And, Yep, that that's that's on the watch list. So all right, okay, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I, hadn't, I I didn't know. I've heard of them. I didn't know much about them. And that, that, yeah. that social uh, commerce sounds like an interesting concept. I need to look into that a bit more. I think. Yeah, so I'm not really. A, a, it's usually commodities I stick to, but yeah, me too. Really, it's, it's some something different. And, you know, I mean, the other tech I that t- I was into was um, was Big Dish. I mean, we, we haven't got time to talk about that today, but that's another one that you mentioned. Just eat. It's a similar idea. It's in the food tech yeah. industry, um, yep. which is also, I think, it's a it's a good business model they've got, and they seem to be doing all right with it. 
But um, we'll leave that for another one, I think, maybe, because I think we are well yep. up on our probably 15, 20 minutes now, Kenny. Yep. Good stuff. All right. Yep. All right, then. Well, yeah, Actually, good to chat again. And, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Yep, okay. Hey, thanks, Mark. Cheers. Have a good one. Cheers, Kenny. Cheers. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today.